All right, I'm recording. Okay, now I'm recording and you don't want to talk? Is that how it works? Oh, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, what are we calling it? Failing Forward? Failing Forward. Yes, yep. Another week, the early morning edition. Let's see how this goes. I actually really like this idea because I think Sunday mornings, especially with the recent decision I made, which I don't know how long I'm going to stick to. I may still go to the farmer's market, but um, I think it's going to be better. And here's why. You want to hear why, Scott? Do you think the listeners want to hear why? Probably, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I think it's it's going to be better that way. I think, uh, uh, you know... After reading that book that we're reading, I mean, you know what? Maybe we should get into an intro first. What do you think? You kind of did an intro. Do you want me to do a fancy, fancier intro, or do you just want to roll with that one? No, you can do one if you want. Um, I don't really want to, Scott. I think, you know. We okay, can- let's keep the ball going. So, yeah, that book. <laughs> What's the book called? Uh, Power of Habit. Is that what it is? I think so. Let's look it up real quick. Anyways. Scott and I read that Scott Adams book. We talked about it a few weeks ago. And in his blog, I started reading his blog at work. And in his blog, he talks about these books that you can read. There's a whole list. And for for books that you can read that... Um, power of persuasion? Yeah, use the power of persuasion. So or teach you how to kind of use the power of persuasion. And also understanding why he has this humans are a moist just moist robot theories yeah it's called the power of habit and uh i think the full the full title is why we do what we do in life and business by charles duhig or duhig whatever his name is anyways it's a great book so far i think we're both almost done with it um but something that i really took away that i've really taken away from this book that i think you have too are having cues so you can when you're ready when you need to go do some work on the farm or when you need to exercise or you need to exercise willpower um you need to have cues in place that kind of make your you know a part of your brain that is what is where your habits form from uh take over and uh was that pretty much the same thing you've been getting out of it yeah man yeah, totally. That's what I, I started writing down. Like, I think that my days get really hung up in the morning if I don't start it right or when I get home from work and I don't transition to farming. Yeah. No, I, I feel 100%. And I think most of our listeners do too. Because I think a lot of our listener base from the messages that we get are part, part-time farmers, guys like us, guys and gals like us. They're trying to do this part-time. And... um and so, yeah, so I think uh, I'd rec- I recommend this book and uh, for anybody to read or listen to on Audible. Um, but anyways, Scott, this is really early and I'm still drinking my first cup of coffee. Uh, what did you get done this week, bud? Um, just my regular stuff, man. I didn't have a ton of stuff coming out, but I made some restaurant sales and I went to the farmer's market yesterday. Farmer's market was... Um, it was like we've been, it's been really, really rainy here. Um, yeah. And we haven't had one good Saturday, man. And then yesterday was finally like, it wasn't windy and it wasn't raining. It wasn't really sunny, but it wasn't like bad. 
But yeah. uh yeah, still wasn't I didn't sell that much. It's like down from last week. So it's like, <laughs> oh okay. Weird. Yeah, I uh I got my first harvest from lettuce from the uh beds that I just planted. In one bed I got like ten pounds because I have more of the green sweet crisp, so I did have some germination issues. So I got ten pounds of lettuce out of that one, and then I got twelve pounds out of the other two beds that were equal like equal length. And it just kind of shows why it's because I, we had some other lettuce too that Elliot Coleman used forever mm-hmm. um, that Joel just had seed for, but that stuff germinated better. So I had to put something in the ground and uh, it just doesn't yield nearly as much, which Curtis Stone's already talked about. But uh, so I, I, I just did 22 pounds, uh, sold 22 pounds to the restaurant. And then I sold a pound of pea shoots, radish shoots and uh, sun shoots to uh that restaurant as well and i thought about going to the farmer's market man and then while i was just getting stuff ready and like just you know i i i was getting stuff washed it rained a lot that day so i had to do a lot of extra work and preparation and it's just like man for for running i kind of had this realization even though you've told me to do this forever um, but I don't like to listen to you for some reason sometimes. And it, it just makes more sense if I'm running a part-time business to spend as little time possible in the sales thing, especially when it comes to, well, if I don't need to, if I could sell it's everything. It's not in the sales thing, just like anything in yeah. everything. You need yeah. to not spend time doing anything. Everything needs to be efficient, right? Correct. And And if I have a restaurant that's willing to buy a majority of my product, I should sell it all to that restaurant. And yeah, man, and make build that relationship, make that relationship awesome. Yeah, but but also too, not only that, but I mean, just from a, a business perspective, right? Like, you know, um, oh, man, I had a thought, and you 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 it's made gone. it. You made a good point. Now it's gone, but um, damn it. Uh, anyways, so. <laughs> But ultimately, like, you know, uh, I need to cater to that relationship because it's it's actually going to be a more fruitful relationship. And it's just way less time. Like, I, my farmer's market now is, is, is not even in the city of Columbus. It's in an outskirt city. It's 20 minutes away from my house. Even if I get leads there, which I have gotten restaurant leads there, but... That's still, I have to drive 20 minutes to deliver the produce. And, and that's, oh, this is the point I was going to make is something you said to Diego, um, which I heard him talk about with Curtis, but they haven't, you, you guys haven't released that episode. is about the quality of life, right? Yeah, man. So what's, what's more quality of life? Like doing this part-time business and spending all your extra time on it? I don't really think so, man. Like I think eventually we want to transition <laughs> to moving full-time. And I think we sh- I should be focusing on doing the right things, but spending every waking minute on it, you're, I'm just going to burn out. Yeah, I want to transition to full-time as soon as possible. Like, if it was today, I'd be happy as hell. But you also have to have the realization that uh, it's it's not a sprint, right? It's a marathon. It's going to take a while. you got to be patient. There, it's not just going to be like boom, 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 boom. If it does happen like that, congrats but it's probably not there's probably gonna be a whole bunch of shit that goes wrong yeah and you're just gonna have to adapt and stuff so you just gotta try to enjoy that ride while it's while it's here right yeah, absolutely and part of that means yeah man and like and like 
if you made if you made like um, twelve thousand dollars by going to the farmers market instead of ten thousand dollars from selling to a restaurant, um, like does that two extra whatever does that extra um, little bit actually get no. you closer to your goal? Because you're gonna need to make way more than that anyways to go full time, right? So, Absolutely, yeah. That that was something else I kind of figured out. Um, so I figured out for me, uh, I in my mastermind group. Um, that's right, everyone. I'm part of a secret group. Uh, but in that group, like I, you know, it was my turn in the hot seat, and that's just basically when you get in, like you have a pain point. And my pain point was okay. You know, things at work, you know, I've had a pretty good job, but there's just a lot of transitioning things going at work. It's not as fun to go anymore. I'm not making as much money. Like, I'm still making good money, but I'm not making as much as I was. And it's just kind of like I'm sitting there and all I do is think about working on the farm or or building that business. And, man, what I would be doing with this time if, if I wasn't at work, right? So... I figured out that I need to save about probably six months worth of income or of my bills, not income. Um, If I could do my income, that'd be great. But six months worth of what I need to pay my bills. And I need and I want to at least have, you know, be making a thousand a week. Um, Or be close to where I could scale up to a thousand a week easily. So it's 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 kind of, you know. I think I'm at this point to where I do have a market. So if I did quit and go full time, I could, but I don't have, there's other things that are in place. Like I think they will be in place by next spring in reality. Um, well, I'll have to see. So, uh, my, I did talk to my buddy who's land. I don't, did I talk about this on the podcast about how, where I'm going to move to? Are you actually moving now? Oh, yeah, I think I'm going to do... No, it's looking like it's going to be 100%, so I should probably talk about it now. So that you, was, talked, you touched on it. Yeah, so we talked about before. I have a uh, one of my good friends who I met in jail. Um, just kidding. We both... We actually met in, like, hotel rehab thing, but it's only funny because I like to say we met in jail. Anyways, he has three acres, and since I've been doing this, he actually has been super interested in it. He's been a guest on the podcast before, and... uh he wrote uh, Junction, so if anyone sees the book, that's his book. But anyways, um, he's been wanting to do this. He wants to get some high tunnels like Rob's, and he has like he really has like you know over like two and a half acres to play with, and so he was going to give me an acre to farm on, and then he wants to have some hoop houses as well that he wants me to help him with, and I'm like, yeah, totally. So it looks like everything's going to go through with that. The biggest thing that we're waiting on is. He wants to run water for his house through a pond because it's not that part of the state of Ohio. Like our wells aren't very good. It's actually, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but it is on well water. So there's just a few more things that need to take place. That, But I'll know by the fall if I can move out, like get like a single wide or double wide and just move out there. Um, and we've worked out a ton of the details already. So that's pretty exciting, man. And it, it, it's just like, you know, I, I have to, I feel like. My biggest constraint right now is just time, man. Like it's just I, working full time. I I I know I have leads for restaurants that I'm going to take microgreens to this week for samples that I haven't been working because it's like I don't have like my lunch hour is at twelve thirty 
or I can't get it moved. If I could get it moved back to two, that'd be great. But then I have to fight through the city to try to meet these restaurants and everything. My only days off are Saturday and Sunday, which is not a good time to meet restaurants, like to meet chefs and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of things there that, you know what I mean? Like had I, if I had that free time, man, I could go to restaurants and build relationships quickly. Like that's like, I've been in sales. Like that, that is a fortunate thing for me that I've been in, you know, I've been in multiple kinds of sales, like outside sales, inside sales, like for almost 10 years or a little, maybe even a little over 10 years now. Um, so you know what I mean, man? So I, th- I think it's like, I- I'm at this point to where, um, now it's just, you know, have the balls to do it. So, but one thing though, that I did want to touch on, um, that we talked briefly in text messaging was an idea that I got. Like when I listened to Jack talk about, it, he said, you know, save all that farm income to Benton and then use that as your backup. But then somebody said something else to me that actually made way more sense. Like transition, like if you can build, if we can build a part-time farm business income to where, let's say it gets to a thousand a week, right? Then you transition and you only try to live off of that income, and then you only save all that money from your job, which I thought was a pretty interesting idea. So that's it for my rant. I hope that made sense, Scott. I lost you. Did you? <laughs> no, I'm just okay. with you. Uh, <laughs> No, man, it was good. Um, yeah, I think like my plan to transition is to build up everything and then quit my job Maybe and then probably have to get another winter job. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, For the first think, couple of years until I make enough. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe bartender because you can make some good money part time as a bartender. I've got no interest in being a bartender. Yeah, but it's I'm more interested in that cash. Like, I mean, I guess for you, like you actually have a skilled trade. I don't like I've I have sales, but usually you can't get a part time sales job. Mm-hmm. And. But I could be a server, which if you can, it's very similar to sales. You're just selling yourself or a bartender. So, um, and actually when I worked at a bar as a bouncer, like I barely drank because I was like, these people are so annoying. Like, is this really what I'm like when I drink? Yep. (laughs) So, so yeah, man. So that's, that was kind of a, it, it, it. Besides that, I got my washing station finished, and I used that, dude, and that's, like, it's so much better. And then, I like, I actually started to get, like, a process down. All I'm waiting on is my drying. My drying station's almost done. We just have to build a way to – because everything's mobile. I can't just hook something to a wall like Curtis does. Yeah. So I have to actually have something on the table that the fans can suspend from. So oh, yeah. we've been trying to figure that out, but – um and uh i'm gonna i need to have my landlord come and run the electric the the, to the cooler he's been he has like 15 properties so it's it's a difficult thing to get him out there but he'll he'll do it when he has time you know what i mean but he'll do it probably within this week um and joel finally bought his house dude so yesterday um after i got done when i got i was at the restaurant eating breakfast I made a delivery and then I was eating breakfast, just hanging out and talking to all of them. Um, the, uh, I get this message from Joel. Hey man, uh, I actually need you to help me move today. And it's like, man, Joel's helped me out so much. 
So I helped Joel in the heat of the day, man. It's uh feels like 99 degrees outside or 37 degrees Celsius. And my dumbass is wearing a long sleeve shirt, t-shirt. And dude, I've never, I, it was like, I was so hot, man. I couldn't even hold, get it, keep a grip on anything. Cause my hands were so sweaty. So that was a we fun day. We haven't even had summer here yet. And it feels like nothing. Everybody's farmer's markets are down. Um, it's been kind of shitty, but that happens sometimes. Like we live in a rainforest, so sometimes you get rained out. That's interesting, man. Our climates are so different. Um, I'm excited for you to come see Columbus. Be so, cool, yeah. But uh, anyways, man, I, I don't, I don't want to just steal the show. I feel like that's everything. Just thoughts that I had, man. You, I felt like I don't know. You actually, you messaged me yesterday, and you said like you didn't. And actually, like it's weird because. People have been saying that to me for a while, and it's like I, I focus more and more, but it's like I ne- it's never enough for the podcast. And then I start thinking about like our podcast, and because I'll look at downloads, and I'm like, all right, so people aren't listening as quickly. I think they're each each episode's getting enough about the same amount of listeners, but it's like what's what's different that's that we haven't been doing. I'm like, you know what? Number one, Scott and I haven't been talking to each other as much during the week, and that's mainly my fault. And, uh, so, and then it's like, I don't feel like we're talking about other things besides it's like, I felt like it was just a lull. Okay. What do we do this week? What are we going to do next week? And I, and I felt like we, we used to have like side conversation. Well, like certain, I think our best episodes are when we actually talk about other shit that we're thinking about or other, you know what I mean? Because it's more relatable to people because we're not the only ones that are, that are going through that. Um, yeah, man, totally. But it's just like, even like now, I'm just getting tired. <laughs> I'm just tired all the time. Like, it's hard now. This, yeah. is gonna be a, this is gonna be the last hard month, right? Yeah. Um. So it's just tough, man. Like this morning, I woke up, my back's kind of sore. I got to plant a whole bunch of stuff. It looks like it's gonna be really hot out. Like it just <laughs> never ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, I don't know. I wish I was doing. A, I wish I was doing a little bit better at the farmers market for sure. Yeah. Like, like I had an idea in my head of how much money I wanted to make. And like, I had a range, you know what I mean? And like $20,000 was the high end of what I thought I could do if everything went good. And it looks like I'm going to be closer to like the low end. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, I'm not disappointed because it's still within like the range I wanted it to be, but I would like it to be more. And then I just think about trying to think about things and like just feeling overwhelmed a lot, man. Like see, you said that too. Yeah, same here. I said like we were we were talking. Um, I think I was processing my micro like the radish shoots, and I was getting those clean. And and you're like, you know, I want to want to start doing this in the morning so we can uh, so I can just excel. And I go, yeah. And then I yeah because I just feel overwhelmed all the time because it's it's not just because it's like okay I have this and and even like when I plan okay so even when I'm planning my week right. I think this is something else I need to do is whatever I choose to plan, just do it and don't think about anything else. Cause sometimes I'll do that. I'm like, Oh, but I got to get this podcast done or like, you know, something will just pop up in the week. And it's like, fuck man, I was going to do this, but I can't, you know, like my, my buddy randomly hit me up from San Diego. Like I was, I was supposed to hang out with him before permaculture voices came out. Like started, I, I went out there two, two days early to hang out with him. He's a good friend of mine. And, um, he works all the time and like we just he's helped me out a lot and he's just a good friend and he just was like hey man 
I'm actually on a road trip and driving through Columbus. Do you want to hang out? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Come out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I like seeing my friends from other parts of the country. So, and then it's just like, you know, things pop up. And then it's like, okay, well, fuck. Now I got to get this shit done now. And you know what I mean? You know what you mean, but you're going to have to give out some shit. That's what you're going to have to realize, man. Oh, I know. Man. Oh, I to, know. Like, I know. like, next year, you have to give up way more shit. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, every single weekend, you're going to that farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I could do that. I think, uh, I think I'm going to get a closer farmer's market next year. I think that's... Yeah, but, yeah, that's a good idea. But you need to go to every farmer's market next year and be selling restaurants every week. I agree. You need to be way better planned out. You need to actually have some sort of... Yeah, you need to have a way better plan. Just a way better plan. Just a plan would be good. Yeah, I had zero plan. My plan was to make money. Yeah. Which I've done. And it get restaurant customers, which I've done. But that you was kind of you it. got cash. You got cash flowing. I do have cash flowing. That doesn't mean you're making money yet. No, right? making oh, money no, when no. you're not putting money, your personal money, into your business anymore. Yeah, that's when you're making money. That's true. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, man, it's really funny. Just like people talking about entrepreneurship and stuff, and um, like when you're gonna be an entrepreneur or whatever, you just start and like you're doing it. Right. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, you're doing a good job. But like, like, I don't feel like I'm doing it yet. I feel I'll feel like I'm doing it when I don't get to work another job. Yeah. Well, that's that's the tricky thing. And I think. Um, but it, it's it's kind of like when people first get started into permaculture, right? Like everybody gets excited about little shit and uh, you can't. And then people will like squash it and be fucking shitty to them. Um, and it's it's like you can't squash it like. You have to, it's just a stage of starting, of getting started. I think the biggest thing is people need to get started because they always, you're always going to have an excuse as to why it's not a good time or what you're oh, waiting yeah. on. And, and it's just like, just get started. And I think that was really my goal this year was get started, do this on your own, you know, get this infrastructure in place. And I think like I need to focus on finishing infrastructure the rest of the season and then, um, yeah, I would like to get another restaurant. That's actually my goal before the, the season's out. Get another restaurant. Like, I have areas to move my product. But I think what I need to really focus on is getting my systems down. I have a small plot, man. And ironically, I feel like it's a little bit tougher with a small plot because it's so important for me to have something every week. And I don't always, I don't have it set up right now so I can have something every week. Yeah, you do because you have your microgreens. I do. No, I have my microgreens, but what I'm saying is from. No, I understand that. But yeah. what you should have done then is you should have been like, go to your restaurants. You should have been like, hey, guess what? This is my first year farming. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be really solid on having my microgreens this year. Um, my greens is going to be pretty good. But there could be a couple of weeks where I have a low in production, and then I'm not really going to have that many root crops this year. Yeah. Okay. Because well, that's what I do. I go in my restaurants, and I'm like, this year, like my first year farming, so I'm going to have lots of stuff that messes up. Um, I'm going to have really steady production on greens this year, and kind of spottier production on my salad mix, and then I'll, or, or on my root crops, and then I'll add in more stuff like next year when I figure out what everybody's buying and stuff like that. Yeah, actually, that I mean, that hasn't been an issue. Like having, I mean, like I said, it's not the that's not difficult for the customers. Like I mean, uh, Jay, uh, my buddy that owns Naughty Pine Man, he's been super understanding, super supportive. He's really happy whenever I bring him anything. 
Um, and but it's it's uh, it's it's mainly um, it, it's just mainly for me just getting the systems down. I think that's that's pretty much it. Getting my systems down, getting my rotations down, um, having knowing, just having the process in place that okay, you know, lettuce is done in this bed. What am I going to immediately put there? And just have that as a system. And 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 that was something that I'm that I'm figuring out. We talked about it earlier, like you wanted to get your processes figured out, and then you're like, you know what? I don't have enough information or experience on my farm yet to have a process. Right, yeah, man. So I think that's mainly it. But I think what you're saying is a good point, and I think it's good for listeners. Like when they're get, getting started, like if you're getting started, say that to restaurants, like what you said, because you've had a lot of success with it, and now you're getting now your restaurant customers are starting to buy more from you, right? Mm-hmm. So, and how many restaurants do you have now? Mm, five. One might have dropped me just because uh, he's getting lots of stuff from just like. Uh, customers and he's got a garden too, right? So, is that the guy who you made a display for? No, no, that guy still. That guy just takes a. That guy takes a little bit. He hasn't been taking that big of volume yet. He, I don't think he's been really super busy. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, next year, I'd like to start going to grocery stores too. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I just didn't have time time to do all that extra packaging and stuff like that this year. Yeah, I don't have uh I don't think I have production. I mean I maybe be able to do that with microgreens and I'm thinking about it. But I feel like I need to get better at growing them. Um there's still just weird things like inconsistencies. Um I think I've finally figured out to get how to get my radishes to yield the best. Uh the pea shoots I thought I had figured out and then this week I got new seeds, so it could be the new seeds. I'm going to do another batch, but it was like half the tray grew normal and the other half like didn't like it was, it just wasn't, it, there wasn't anything wrong. It just wasn't really growing. And I had water. Plenty, Did you water it? Plenty of water. And sure? yeah, no, I sent a picture to Luke and what sucked was, is I did it in the middle of like harvesting them. And then I sent a picture to Luke and then I harvested them. He goes, man, that picture's really blurry. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> But it, it was like it, it was it was like frayed at the top, like it was still growing, but it wasn't growing correct. I don't know, man. I'll figure it out next time. Hmm. So, um, interesting. What are you gonna get done next week? Uh, next week, I'm gonna now that I got this washing table, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna wash all these trays. I gotta get uh, I gotta get some more lettuce. Some more salanova starts going. I need to finish the back two beds. Um. There's just I need to get some compost back there to build up the soil because like I built up so much last year of laying layers and layers of compost and wood chips in the aisleways, and now this year that I'm trying to just really do a different approach that's not so labor intensive. Um, really, I I just need to just get the beds laid out and get the the walkways done um, with landscape fabric. So. But finish the beds. That's the one thing I'm going to do. Finish this back two beds. Yep. I'm, um, I got to do that washing thing. I'm going to build it today. And then I've got some lattice transplants that need to go in. And then I think I'm going to start working out again. Yeah. Just working out. Yeah. Working out and eating better, man. 
I just like I woke up today and I just was like, eh. I tried eating better this week. It didn't really work out. Yeah, I need to plan my meals. I, that's that's it, dude. I mean, I think everything comes with planning. I think for me, like have a meal prep day, prep mm-hmm. your meals. Um, I haven't had that. Uh, but now that I got the cooler, once that's wired up, it's going to be a lot easier to go grocery shopping and have stuff in my fridge because I'm not putting using it as a ghetto cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I, I think we should do a shout out portion on the show, man. So, like, shout sure. out a listener that maybe do people ever message you and say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing on my farm." Like, listening to the show. Um, no, man, I haven't got, I haven't really got any messages for the past uh, couple weeks. I think Nothing. people just think you're unapproachable. Oh, that could be true. <laughs> you're too famous. Oh, <laughs> too good looking. No, uh, that is true. What? Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not you, man. Thanks, jerk. <laughs> Uh, no, man. Yeah, no, I haven't really got much feedback for the past couple of weeks, which is fine too, right? Just been yeah. friggin' super busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can do a shout-out thing if you want to. Well, Josh and uh, Kristen Johnson, they post in Market, Market yeah, I know Garden Success Group. And Josh has been listening to the show for over a year. and uh, But they just did their first farmer's market yesterday, so I want to shout them out. So I, uh, I was kind of like, they posted something. And uh, in the market growing success group, and they're my friends. So I was like, "Hey, I've seen your food; it looks good. You should just start selling it now." And they they've done a farm scene and everything, but they did their first farmers market. And uh, so I want to shout them out and say, "Good job, guys!" And uh, keep keep moving it forward. So mm-hmm. that was it. That's my shout out. Cool, man. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. What about you? No, I'm good, man. All right. Well, guys, follow us on Instagram. Ease at Flavorful Farms. I'm at your sample. I haven't really used my business's Instagram account yet. I will someday. Follow me there. Um, oh, advertisements. Yeah. So Nature's Image Farm, guys. Greg Burns. I'm going to be doing a podcast with him soon about growing heritage breed animals because he's really into heritage breeds. And I was talking to him when I bought a bunch of chickens from him the other day, and it was just fascinating. Uh, so probably next weekend, I'm going to go out there and maybe film with uh, some of his farm and everything like that. But So if you're in the Ohio area, you're interested in forest-raised, beyond-organic craft chicken and Thanksgiving turkeys, reach out to Greg. If you're anywhere in the world, Greg is also selling Bocking 4 and 14 of Comfrey. So just go to Nature's Image Farm on Facebook and send them a message. Um, actually, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, dude. They lost over 100 birds uh, the last couple days. I did see that. And Jonathan Dodd lost a whole bunch, too. Fuck, yeah. And it's just right before harvest. Kurt Henry posted, like, man, that's tough to see two people that I know go through that. But it's part of farming, man. Um you never know. You're going to have a crop that goes bad right before you harvest it or just that's what we talked about. So you got to persevere. Don't get in the farmer's market. Yeah. You got to persevere. That's pretty yeah. much it. Um, also, uh, newfarmsupply.com. Go there. Buy any of that cool shit. Save 20% with code word sample. As always, you can save $100 on the Profitable Urban Farming course and join the Join the group on Facebook and the cool community. 
With that being said, Scott, anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm good, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. What's uh, the What's we'll, the one thing we should ask our listeners to do? Nothing. Take a week off. Have a good one. Yeah, take a week off, guys. Enjoy the show. Um, and uh, and that's it. <laughs>